It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey now. I wanted to throw that in before you stole it again. Hey, hey now. now. I know it's your thing. <laughs> um, What a morning we had. Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, welcome to After 9, everybody. We were off the air for the first hour of our show today because... I guess a lot of people don't realize radio, FM radio, uh, terrestrial, still works very primitively in that you need hydro to do it. And the sound goes from the radio station through special lines to the tower. And then it goes up the tower, which spits out the signal. And that's what your car radios can hear and the radios that you may or may not have at home. The problem is the power went out because there was a car accident near the transmitter. So when we came in this morning... It was eerie. Well, first off, I'm driving on my way in when all of a sudden we were off air. And what was leaking through, because what happens when your signal goes down is the next strongest signal, if there is one, you'll hear that bleed through. So all of a sudden I'm driving in and I hear the CBC talking about something very serious. And I'm going, what? Is it me? Maybe I put this on the wrong channel? So I messaged Scott who got here before me and he's like, there's an ear piercing sound. That was our... You're off air alarm, you moron, that kind of thing. We have an alarm in case somebody like falls asleep in the studio and doesn't put the auto switch on. That's right. So we rush in here. We call the engineers. They're on their way in. There's nothing we can do. The okay part about it was that we were still online. So if we had the Radio Player Canada app, which you can get 91.5 The Beat on, you could still hear us. If you were listening via desktop, uh, you could still hear us, but you couldn't hear us on terrestrial radio until they fixed the problem. So we went on anyway, later than usual, because we couldn't talk on the radio because that alarm I'm telling you about is so high pitched, we couldn't turn the microphones on. It would just be horrible for everybody. I've got a headache yeah. from listening to that sound for an hour this morning. Now, the brutal part, and I understand it's where- a workplace injury. I'll be <laughs> off for six months. I understand. Call Jeremy Diamonds. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> The part that was kind of sucky for our brother station down the hall, Dave FM, is that the alarm will ring in their studio as well, even though they're actually broadcasting out of a different tower. So they were still on the radio, their station, but they couldn't hit the mics on because the alarm was on. So they had nothing better to do but to twiddle their thumbs in the hall like us in the beginning of the morning. Meanwhile, we're on social media trying to get out the message that we're here. I swear everything will be up and running in no time. But we, as soon as the alarm went off, we still weren't on the air, but we went on the microphones in case people were listening online. Anyway, as you can imagine, it was a crazy morning. Yeah. Kind of threw off the routine. But if you listened after like 6.15, you wouldn't have even known. You would not have even known. True. And we're back now. Here we and are. Here we are in the comfort and quiet of our After 9 podcast studio. Great that they built this for us, by the way. Love it. Whole bunch of things that we're going to talk about here today. Number one, the top things that gives us anxiety at social events. Oh, anxiety at social events. There's a lot more people than you think that suffer from that social anxiety. I'm one of them. Yeah, you are one of them. When I know I've got to go to a function instantly, what goes through my mind is, shit, who else is going to be there? Uh, what's the dress code? What's the protocol? What's all these different things go through my mind? Because I don't want to be the one who messes it up or who does something awkward in a social situation. So I have a lot of questions. Before I go to these things. And yeah, I actually get an anxious feeling. If you have someone in your circle of friends that you secretly hate, 
63 people, 63% of people say they cannot go to any parties or get togethers without running into at least one person they would like to avoid. Wow. 63% when they get the invite, hey, I'm having a Super Bowl party. Come on over. Start feeling anxious because they know somebody's going to be there that they just do not like or do not want to run into. Mm -hmm. I get that. So that's number one. The number one thing that gives you anxiety is running into people you don't like or having someone you don't like show up unannounced. Then you... You see them walk in the door, right? Uh, then you didn't prepare yourself for it. Ah, fuck. Cat's here. <laughs> Shit. Here I am. <laughs> it's usually me. Number two is when you want to leave, but you feel pressured to stay. Okay. This is why I ghost. This is why I ghost things. And I am now, I'm starting to become a well-known ghoster of get-togethers and events, especially if um, it's a weeknight and I got to get up so early the next morning. Nobody usually, when I'm out, will can, can relate to it. So I'm piecing out of there by 8.30. She's like Houdini, everybody. And and I won't say a word. I Not won't even say to a me word. sometimes. No, I just, I just leave. And sometimes I'll text, though. What I'll do is usually whoever's hosting it or whoever set up that get-together, I will text them. And I will say, thank you so much. Had to jet. Whatever. Because it's easier than saying goodbye to everyone individually. And then they, they give you all the shit. Why do you have to leave? You're leaving so early. One more drink. Stay. Hang out a little. No. I got to go. So I leave. The number three reason we get anxious about social events is you feel like you don't fit in. Okay. I've been to gatherings like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, it's uh, uh, an event that I'm hosting for, I don't know, an organized labor group. Well, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of do some research before I head to that party. Actually, I've gone to a few functions lately that involve teachers. And, mm-hmm. and they're all very much about the, the strike that they're on, and that's fine. It's a legal strike. They have every right to be out on strike and protest for whatever they think. Mm-hmm. I just happen to disagree with them on a lot of issues, and I do not fit in in those situations at all. So it's best if you're not even a part of it at a certain point. Right. So I just shut up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to agree with you, but yeah. I'm not going to disagree because I don't want to deal with the shit. Not worth it. Exactly. The only person you know is the host of the party. Is number four. (sighs) Yes. And you know what came to mind the second you said that was anything related to weddings. Mm -hmm. So when you are involved in a wedding and you have to attend all of the things like the engagement party and then the shower and then this and that, the... Usually the bride, from my experience, will do their very, very best to make all of you best friends. Sure. Her and the you and the other six bridesmaids, which I've, I'm done being a bridesmaid. I said that several years ago. Done. Nope. I'm not saying yes to anybody. So it's, it's usually a very forced situation. And then they expect you to go out for an entire weekend to Niagara Falls for oh, a get-together. Great. When you only know the bride and you love the bride and you're there for the bride and you're friends with the bride. But you don't know, you know, Jillian, Krista and... Cassandra and whoever the heck else is showing up to this thing. And it becomes, it's a high anxiety situation because you don't understand where these girls are coming from. You don't know what they do really. You're just getting to know them. You can't relate to any of the stories. It's awkward. It's awkward. Yeah, there's a lot. And there's a lot of those kind of stories that are inside jokes. And you're like, I don't know what's happening. Weddings are a great example. It works the same way if you're dating someone who's in the wedding party. And you don't know anybody else. Mm-hmm. They asked you to be their date. Hey, my buddy's getting married and I want you to be my, my date. Except I'm in the wedding party. So I'm going to be sitting at the head table. And I've got to do speeches. And I've got to do pictures. And all this shit. You're sitting next to Auntie Donna over there. 
you've never met until that moment. And you have no idea what's going uh, on or who anyone uh, is. It sucks. It does suck. I totally get it. Uh, number five, it's not any fun. Yeah, certain parties and get-togethers are boring as shit. I don't blame you if you don't have a good time. Number six, this is kind of trivial. It's potluck and no one is eating the food that you brought. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I cooked this for hours. But did you try my this, right? There's always that person too that wants to make sure that you tried there. Did you try my potato casserole? I didn't see any potato casserole on your plate. Did you have some potato casserole? Okay, I'll have some. Others on the list. You can't drink because you've got to drive home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're being responsible. You're doing all the right things. But it means you usually have to sit there and take a whole bunch of crap that would have been nicer if you were tipsy taking all that crap. I, you know what I mean? That does give me anxiety, though. Like, I'm relating to this list, so many of them. Because, for example, most of the time, I will take an Uber. Because to be in some of these social settings that I'm in, I got to have a couple of drinks to get through it Mm -hmm. just because it's boring or I don't know anybody or whatever. Helps take the edge off, right? Yeah. And sometimes I think I really don't want to invest a lot of money into this function. So I'll just take it easy. I'll have no more than two beers. Then I get there and I'm halfway through my second beer thinking, well, I'm either leaving in five minutes or I made a really bad choice to drive here tonight because should... I am going to be dry for the rest of the night and I hate that I have to do mm-hmm. that. You should start ghosting like me. I can teach you all the ways to get out of there. The average person says they start to relax about 14 minutes into it. But we know within 10 minutes if it's an event we should leave. Yeah, I've walked in the front mm-hmm. door and thought, hmm, I think I'm just going to peace out right now. I'll do a little wave. Hey, how are you? Great to see you. A little FaceTime. Maybe show up in a picture so I can say I was there and gone. I've done that. 10 minutes into an event, I know. I think the key is, and you find this out, I think, for all of us at a certain point in our lives, or maybe it's a certain age. I don't know what it is, but you have to be really honest with yourself up front on what's worth it to you. And it sounds bad to have to sit there and, you know, Basically, figure out what's most important to least important, especially when you're talking about people that you do care about. But case in point, I got an invitation to a function downtown Toronto with people that I really would love to connect with. The people, yes. The event location and time for me, no. Doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. And the old cat would have just done it. Uh, you know what? I'll suck it up. I'll do it. Even though when I get there, I'm going to go, oh God, what time it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be looking at my watch. I'm going to be stuck in fucking traffic. I'm going to hate my life. It's not worth it. And I know that ahead of time. So I think you got to be really honest with yourself. That being said, you don't want to give up opportunities and possible connections that you might make and blah, blah. But really you have to kind of scale that and figure out if it's worth it or not. And be honest with yourself. If it's not, be honest with them. I even said straight up, I'm not doing downtown Toronto on a Tuesday night starting at 8 (laughs) o'clock. No. Do they even know you? No. No, no, no. I will send you some donation money for the charity. I'm happy you're doing it. I am not going to be there. I am like that with TIFF events. So I get Mm -hmm. invited to TIFF parties all the time. The problem with TIFF parties is they don't start until 11 and nobody shows up until 12. Nope. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You want me to go to Casa Loma at 10 o'clock at night? 10 o'clock is when the door is open. 11 o'clock, eh, a couple people will show up midnight before the party gets going. No, thank you. No. I get up three hours after that. Yeah. Uh, have you been following? <laughs> it's so stupid. The Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty. 
is under investigation for allegedly punching a 13-year-old kid who hit him on the head during a photo shoot in November. For real? Yeah. The cops say they're looking into what happened. So Gritty is Gritty. He's a ballsy kind of character. Mm -hmm. He's a big, furry, orange thing. If you look at this podcast, if you look at the visualization of it right now, that's what Gritty looks like if you don't happen to know. He's got weird googly eyes. I mean, he's quite a sight. So the kid's dad says the kid playfully patted Gritty on the head. But Gritty was apparently infuriated, got up, and punched the kid in the (laughs) back. The flyers say they investigated... The person in the gritty costume denied everything, and there were no witnesses to back up the story. Mm. The police are not so sure. They're still investigating, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. Let me just come to the defense of Gritty here. I, as you probably know, am the in-game host for the Toronto Rock. That means I run around Scotiabank Arena and do all the prizing and contests and stuff like that. A lot of my job involves working with the cheerleaders And Iggy, our mascot, and our mascot Iggy is world class, one of the best in the sports business. Mm -hmm. But I've seen some of the shit he has to put up with, and it's everything from girls that get into really weird positions to take pictures with them to guys that are drunk, pushing them around, thinking it's like a weeble that'll just pop back up if you (laughs) push them or hit them. They don't realize there's a person in there. Right. And kids, most kids, nine out of 10 kids are so great and they're just happy to see Iggy and they want to give him a hug or a high five and and Iggy's great. Sometimes you'll get the kids that think, ah, it's like a stuffed animal and they want to like punch him in the gut or kick him in the balls and slap his ass and all that sort of stuff. Right. I wouldn't blame any mascot in any sports team If somebody wants to slap you in the balls, if you turned around and drop kicked them or picked them up and threw them off the concourse because it hurts. And if it was just a regular you walking around, they wouldn't do that to you. But they think because you're in the suit, that's like an automatic permission to think, ha, I'm going to punch this fucker in the face. No, leave the mascot alone. If this happened to Gritty, I don't blame him for losing his shit because he probably puts up with a lot of it. And I mean, we don't know unless if there was video of it, like Scott said, there's not, then we would at least be able to judge in this particular case. The dad could be making shit up. Um, maybe Gritty just di- moved over. You can't see well, by the way, in those costumes no. at all. Nope. It's possible he did this not knowing that there was a kid right there and did it with more force than he thought. Kids are little, fell over, whatever the case is. We don't really know. So uh, they'll probably have to let this one go. I don't, I hope they won't fire him if they don't have real proof. I think it's kind of funny that the Philadelphia Police Department actually said we're investigating Gritty. No, you're not investigating Gritty. You're investigating the guy that was in the Gritty costume at the time. Which, by the way, they do a lot of, for those wondering, they do a background check. They do the whole nine if you're doing anything involving those teams. Sure. Yeah. And these are athletes on their own. I mean, they have to be acrobatic and they have to have good endurance Mm -hmm. and good strength. They do some cool, fun stuff, and it makes the experience great. So I'm on Gritty's side in all this, and I don't even like the Flyers. But if the kid did something to him, yeah, fucking hit him. Punch him. (laughs) Teach him a lesson. (laughs) Give him a little shove. Oh, my. Today is National Handwriting Day. If I asked you to write a sentence in cursive right now, could you do it? I could do it, yeah. I learned cursive in school, but I don't know that I could... 
write a sentence out right now without it being at least some printing. I don't think it would be all cursive because I think what I still happen to retain, which isn't much, is going to be so broken that I'm going to have to print a couple of letters to do it. Yeah, I'm not saying it would look good. I could do it, but I don't do it often. There's an article in the Scottish Sun. It was in yesterday's edition. Apparently, there are guys out there Mm -hmm. who are using banana peels when they want to masturbate. And now doctors say you shouldn't because, well, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, you're a human being. You're uh, supposed to be a functioning member of society. If you ripped a banana out of a peel to jerk off with it, uh, that's a bit of a problem. That's not good. Don't do it. They say, though, it will cause rashes, sores, and you could even cause yourself an infection. Apparently, some men do this because they like the way the texture feels and the sliminess of the peel feels good on their junk. If you're home right now. Listening to this podcast. Oh, God. Maybe you're about to get in the shower or climb into bed or something, and you thought, huh, don't do it. There's probably people out there who saw American Pie for the first time and thought, oh, I could stick my dick in a pie, and that would probably feel fairly good. That's where my mind went when you said that was that scene in American Pie where the guy's just having sex with a pie on the counter. Right. It's warm, and it's gushy. (laughs) (laughs) but here we are right january 2020 having to put out a reminder don't fuck a banana (laughs) we haven't gone very far in society have we don't people sometimes poke holes in like cantaloupes and um no maybe not cantaloupes uh watermelons or things like that too okay so i don't know if people actually do it but i've heard that I have never once... Because you can taste it with your dick. (laughs) A stupid story that's going around about soy sauce. Anyway. I have never once walked through, for example, the produce section at at Superstore and thought, that's one sexy watermelon. I'm taking that one home with me. I've never looked at a cantaloupe and thought, you know what should be in that? My dick. That's never once happened. A flashlight, $60. That cantaloupe, $2.99. (laughs) We shop at the same place, I see. And it's biodegradable. I'm masturbating for the environment right now. You can put the whole thing in the compost even after you're finished. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm going to suggest to you, girls, there are women out there. What? Women. Like actual girls. And... Many, many of them will have sex with you. You don't need to go out and and start thumbing through the produce section at the the grocery store thinking, what would feel even better on my pecker? You don't need to do that because girls, girls have the (laughs) ultimate solution to whatever problem you have that makes you want to fuck a watermelon. Or men, if that's your preference. Or guys. Hey. Hey. Fill your boots. Do whatever you want. Just stop wasting the food supply on your penis. Stop sticking it in everything that has a hole. Don't do it. It's not worth the infection. It can't possibly be worth the infection. How do you go to the ER? Yeah. 
Got some red spots on my dick. <laughs> and, is and green stuff supposed to come out of the end? And they're going to ask you, well, how did that happen? And if you want the best treatment, you need to be honest with them. Then you're going to have to. Dead eye. Look at that doctor or nurse and say to them, I fucked a banana peel. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do that? No, you don't want to do that. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to do that. The poor banana peel. If it could speak. Cats. Oh, fuck. What is happening? (laughs) I think of that mascot for Chiquita Banana. (laughs) Oh, shit. Hi, caramba. What's fucking happening? One day I'm hanging on a tree in Mexico. The next day I'm getting fucked by some guy in Oshawa. <laughs> Poor thing. If they come up with a sausage party too, that's perfect. Perfect scene. Guys are gross. I mean, uh, yeah. guys, there's nothing wrong with buying yourself a sex toy. You can go out and buy yourself a, a flashlight or a pocket vagina or whatever. If the whole girls thing doesn't work for you, maybe you're not having any luck. Real people, if that doesn't work for you, there are objects they've created just for that. Yeah, and, and they're tested and they're safe and it comes with cleaning solutions so that you don't just leave your leftover jizz and then put new <laughs> stuff in it. Like, they've thought this through. So just go to the stag shop or aren't we naughty or... The love, love shop. shop. Go yeah. to any one of them, mm-hmm. and they've got a whole wall full of stuff that you can put your pecker in. <laughs> Don't go to Walmart <laughs> grocery section. No, no. But guys will do anything. I mean, sure. guys will use a, a fucking sock. Well, that's not even the right dimensions. Like, stop doing that too. You guys got to get a hold of your. Yeah. No, I don't. Don't don't get a hold of yourselves. You guys have got to calm no, they down. Have. Yeah. Uh, sort of on topic here, and last thing we'll cover in this podcast, because I don't want to go too long. Um, 23-year-old went into an adult store on Monday night in Houston, and he stole some stuff. Now, I don't know what Wakan Thompson was thinking, but he stole 21 pieces of lingerie, lube, beads, Designed to go in the back door. Right. A penis pump that is called the fireman pump. And about $1,100 worth of total merchandise. The cops tracked him down and he was arrested. Okay, again. You don't want to have to look a cop dead in the eye while you're packing lube, beads, a fireman penis pump, and 21 pieces of lingerie and say... Yeah, it was pretty horny. You don't want to do that. Maybe he was on call for the people that have been fucking banana peels the whole time. (laughs) Hey, here's some lube and a firefighter thing pole, whatever the fuck this is. I'm kind of curious about the fireman pump. What does that do? You Google it, not me. Not on the company Wi-Fi. Not on the company Wi-Fi. We can't do that. Fuck, we're still new here. I mean, if they ever check my searches, they're going to be like, this guy's a a freak. But (laughs) we cover different things in the podcast. Sure we do. So... If there's anything I want you to take from this podcast, guys, I'm talking to you. Stop sticking your dick in everything that has a hole in it. Stop. Think about other alternatives and girls or guys. Put it in something else. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing from the grocery section. That's great. Don't steal it. No. This no, person no, did no, it the no. wrong way. Mm-mm. Half right. Okay, so they skipped the grocery store and they actually went to the sex shop. It's just, it's an exchange. Product for currency. You can't just take it. Now, I get that you're horny, but please calm the fuck down. Everybody calm the fuck down. <laughs> and figure out if you actually want to attend the event or not is another, is another thing that we covered. <laughs> it's totally okay to ghost. You want to go or do you want to stay home and fuck a banana peel? The choice <laughs> is yours. I know what we'd prefer. I don't even think a girl would want to be with a guy after he told her that he's been with a banana. Yeah. I mean, you can have your number as high as your number is, and some girls will be okay with it. Some girls won't be okay with it. But if you fuck just one banana. <laughs> we won't leave you alone with the produce in the house ever. Never. Nope. We're going to have to start locking the fridge don't, and all sorts of shit. Don't trust you. Don't trust you. Hey, I got to go out for a little bit. I want you to uh, let the dog out. I want you to, if you have time, vacuum and don't fuck anything on the fridge, in the fridge or on the counter. Okay? Okay. It's a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Why? (sighs) Have a great day, everybody.